evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And this is the Coaches Show. My name is Wally Langfellow and I am joined each and every week by Golden Bears head coach Shannon Courier, the Golden Bears heading into tomorrow's game against University of Minnesota Duluth at Mulaski Stadium. Winners last week were the Golden Bears. They beat Wayne State by a score of 29-7, to and now they head into play against the eighth-ranked team in the country. Coach, uh, boy, you sure have your work cut out for you in this conference, don't you? It's, it's never easy. Every week's a battle. Uh, this will be the third-ranked team that we're facing this year, and you know, we're, but th- that makes it fun too. It's fun to go compete against great teams, and you know they say uh, great moments are born from great opportunities. So we're we're excited about maybe a great moment coming away tomorrow. Yeah, um, let's go back, flashback quickly here, and review uh, the win over Wayne State. Um, it was been a little over a week ago now. It was actually a Thursday night game. You played in that. Uh, partially in the torrential downpour, you got off the field for a couple of hours, came back on. Um, as you look back, and I and I know when we uh, did the show last week, you hadn't had a chance to look at the film yet. But um, when you look back at the film from the game against Wayne State, the your most recent game, uh, what types of things were you able to pull? The positives, and what are some of the things that you knew you had to work on? You know, some of the positives uh, that came from that game, I felt the defense played great. The defense uh, gave up just the seven points, and we had subbed down and were playing a lot of people. You know, so that led into maybe them even scoring. You know, so that's huge. We we had a block punt again, and, and we forced another punt uh, to be a safety. The long snapper was nervous uh, from a protection standpoint, which led to points. And I felt like we had some big plays. We had a lot of big plays in the game offensively. Uh, so there's certainly some good things, and in, in getting a win and a decisive win is great. Uh, at the same time, there's a lot of things to work on too, and that's kind of what you focus on in this business. You you spend less time on the things that are that are going well, and and focus on the things that allow you to get better. And that's what we've done this past week. And what were some of the things that you knew you had to work on when you looked at the film? There's, I I, I know as a coach, there's always something that that uh, when you looked at the film, you said we cannot be doing that anymore. <laughs> no doubt, I wish it was a, a day where you come and watch video and everything's perfect, but that's that's uh, not possible. But I think defensively, just avoiding all mental busts. You know, we had a few busts on defense as well as we played. You know, we felt we could have done even better. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, we're just too sloppy. We had too many penalties. And we just need to clean things up and, and just be more in sync, uh, more in rhythm. Um, and, and we just had some things that uh, stopped drives. Our first play of the game was a fumbled snap, for example, and then a variety of penalties that stopped drives. So I think those are some of the main things to work on. Uh, you know, I felt like our special teams uh, played pretty well. We had one shank punt, but otherwise the punter had a great night, and our protection and punting was was good. But um, you know, we we try. I guess the goal in the business is try to be your best every week, you know, regardless of who you're playing. You know, we're looking for Concordia St. Paul's very best. I know we haven't achieved that yet, but we're hopeful that you know we can see that soon. Um, I want to go. Uh, you mentioned special teams a, a little bit, and. I heard in the uh, press box when I was watching last week's game about your kicker kicking ridiculously long field goals in practice and in warm-ups and in that type of thing, 70 yards or something like that. Uh, talk about this kid, uh, Shenderline. 
He's one of the best around. He had a 71-yarder in, in, a, in, a, in a practice. There was a pretty solid win behind him, but yet 71 yards is, is phenomenal. It's 71 uh, yards. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, we had a Tampa Bay Buccane- Buccaneer scout in attendance that day, and he was flabbergasted when the ball went through the uprights. Uh, and he's he's attracted a lot of NFL attention this week alone. We had the Saints, the Vikings uh, in town to, to look at him. Um, so I know he's he's that type of guy that can get an opportunity to play at the next level, and he's just trying to work for consistency. We feel really good about putting him out there for a 54-yard kick and kind of you know get disappointed when a 55-yarder doesn't go through. And that's only because he's proven that that's, that's within his range. Um, so he's just looking to be even more consistent than he is. But his leg is a huge strength for us. We get to the 40-yard you know, line, and we think we have a shot at some points. And then likewise on the kickoffs, you know, to kick the ball into the end zone and prevent any return yardage is also huge. So, And more importantly, he's a solid kid, a great student, well, you know, well-mannered, very respectful, a good team player, and he's able to handle the ups and downs of, of his game, his craft, very well. You know, If he misses one, he comes back in a real – um, you know, positive way following the miss. So, you know, we're really excited about him in our program, and unfortunately he's a senior. Yeah, Jonas Schenderlein is a senior, and what's his story from Germany? He came over to the States uh, to study in Tennessee at a high school and uh, was one of those student exchange, student, uh, student exchange programs and then walked on here at Concordia. They had a couple other kickers at the time. This was the year before I came. Uh, my first year, there was some competition in fact, there was an elder uh, player on the team. I think he was like 26, and you know he was competing with Jonas, and I didn't know the difference of really any of them. Uh, but as time went on, you know, Joan, it was very apparent that Jonas was our guy, and and that's the first year I was convinced because of my first year working with him. But he had a lot of solid kicks then, and that led to a great junior year, and you know, now I missed a real quality senior season for him too. We are talking to Shannon Courier here on the Coaches Show. Shannon's head coach here at Concordia St. Paul. Tomorrow they travel up to UMD to take on the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, ranked number eight in the country in Division Two, and they are four and zero on the season. And we'll get to Duluth um, in a little bit. Um, let's talk about uh, a couple of players that we're going to have on here next. Um, we're going to bring your quarterback, Don McKenzie. Um, in and, and talk to him. Uh, I was very impressed uh, with what I saw in Don McKenzie, even in not great conditions last week in the rain and so on uh, against Wayne State. Uh, give us a little bit of his story. Yeah, Dom was a Division One athlete out of high school. He had four Division One offers, two at quarterback, two as a defensive back. And, you know, looking at him today, you might think he's a little big to be a, a corner safety at Division One level, but I think you saw him running. He's fleet of foot. No question. Very athletic, moves well in the pocket, smart, um, confidence. He's got that mindset uh, of, a, of a successful person. He expects to be great. Uh, he works hard. And then, you know, the things that I value that I think are sometimes overlooked by a lot of people is, you know, your culture, your team impacts the play on Saturday. You know, that impacts the energy and the desire and the motivation of players. And, and that's how I define culture. But, uh, Dom really is instrumental in the culture because he is one that brings people together and creates that camaraderie. You know, he's a spiritual leader, leads leads our team in prayers oftentimes, um, has a lot of experience, you know, being at the University of Minnesota to a junior college to another Division II school and now his fourth university. You know, so he's learned a lot along his travels, you know, from 
from mistakes he's maybe made and also, um, you know, the, the, the successes he's had. Um, his character's phenomenal, so not any, any character mistakes, but just, you know, just life lessons you learn along the way. Yeah. Um, and then he's married and has two kids, so he's a tremendous mentor for a lot of our guys um, that come from similar backgrounds as he did. You know, he came from a tough situation back in Kansas City, and, and now he's got his degree working on a master's, you know, and his future is as bright as he wants to be. Uh, so he's been real valuable, not only on the field, but off the field, and, and we appreciate that. Uh, Chris Garrett will be our other guest. Uh, he is a sophomore uh, defensive end for you guys. What do we know about Chris? Chris Garrett is a phenomenal athlete out of Milwaukee. As a true freshman last year, he was um, sidelined for four to five five games, I think it was, due to a concussion. Once he came back, he um, I think he's second in school history in forced fumbles, had a lot of sacks last year, made a tremendous impact as a true freshman. I know their coaches in the league really had a lot of respect for him and talked about, you know, in our I always meet with the coach prior to the game, and you know, Chris is one of those guys that you oftentimes bring up, you know, what's up with 52, where is he at tonight, that sort of thing. So <laughs> he, he caught the attention of a lot of coaches. And like Dom, he's just a great leader, a uh, spiritual leader again, very um, cares about his teammates, great character, very respectful. And anytime your great players are also your, your top leaders, you know, that's really impactful on your program, and, and both those two young men are doing that. All right, well, we're going to bring those two fellows in right now. They'll be our guests here. Um, before we do that, uh, we're going to check in on the high school football scoreboard scores from around the metro area tonight. We are talking to Shannon Courier. He is the head coach of Cordia St. Paul right here on the Coaches Show. When we come back more here on the Coaches Show, you're listening to Minnesota Score Radio. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for a week. Golden Bear fans, I appreciate your support in making Seafoam Stadium a home field advantage. And we're excited about our 2-0 home record this year. But I want that Seafoam Stadium advantage for all of our teams. That's why if you come to Sunday's women's soccer game and use the keyword Comet, you and the guests will receive half-price admission. Coach Bellis has them off to a great start, ranked 10th in the region. Come and cheer on the team using keyword Comet for half-price admission. Go Bears! You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Currier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. Wally Langfellow with you, and we are pleased to be joined now by Dom McKenzie, quarterback, senior quarterback for the Golden Bears here of Concordia, and Chris Garrett. He is a sophomore defensive end for the Golden Bears. All right, let's start with you, Dom. Um, let's go back to uh, last Thursday, your last game, uh, Wayne State. Uh, you guys had the long rain delay, and that was a long one, two hours, and, and nobody wanted to be outside when it, the way it was coming down. Um, but talk about what 
went on in the locker room for those two hours? Because that's a long time to wait to get back out there and play football. And when you guys did come back out, you were ready. Yes, sir. For those two hours, uh, honestly, it didn't feel like it was two hours. It went by pretty fast. Uh, we were all energetic, ready to get back out there, doing what we had to do to stay warmed up and uh, just staying motivated, concentrated, and uh, just keeping everybody up. How do you stay motivated? Um, well, our team is a bit different. Everybody is – we have more of a rowdier team in Uh-oh. the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's a bit a bit hyper, a bit uh, uh, jumpy, a bit springy. And um, and those who are more calm, you know, we're we're able to talk to uh, like myself. I'm not a I'm not a, a hyper type of guy, so I, I really just focus on uh, making sure the ones who need the the sensitive motivation. I'm able to talk to those, and you know, a lot of a lot of people are just uh, self motivated. So. As a senior, you really and quarterback on top of it, you find yourself in that position. I mean, do you, do you? Uh, uh, Kind of lean towards being a vocal leader. Yes, sir. I've, I've all of my life. I've uh, naturally just been a vocal leader. Um, grew up in a in church, being a, a on a praise team, and uh, having a uh, one one thing that really made me a vocal leader is praying out loud in church. So <laughs> wow, you know when you start praying, it's like a little nervousness at first, and then the more comfortable you get, the more comfortable you get talking and talking out loud and stuff. So that really um, push me to become a vocal leader all right let's shift and talk to uh your teammate here chris garrett um chris sophomore year now here at uh concordia um give me an idea of um what this you guys played defensively played really well you gave up the late the late score i know you guys would prefer the shutout right but um talk about that the importance of um you know, getting that shutout and, and the way you guys played defensively against Wayne State. Well, whenever we play, we want to make a statement. We want to, It's a statement for the rest of the conference, letting them know, like, this defense is real. And, like, if you take us lightly, you're going to pay for it. So we take pride in everything that we do. When we make mistakes, small mistakes, like that game, Coach wasn't proud of it because they, they scored and they had so many yards still, even though they only scored one time. And uh, even when our second string get in there, our third string, he expects – has the same expectations every single time. So we just take pride in everything that we do, little stuff, big stuff, it all matters. What's the defensive philosophy? What, what are coaches talking to you guys about at practice during the week? We need to be this. We need to do that. What's, what's the general philosophy of this club defensively? Really, we got to be consistent. So they, they talk about that all the time. Coach Stern always talks about what's your ethos. So, And it, it always ha- it goes along with, like, we got to bring energy every time. We got to do our assignment. You you can only con- control what you can control. You can't control the weather like uh, last week, and uh, that played a big part. Like just do your job. You do what you got to do. We get wins. You guys obviously uh, in preparation for tomorrow's game against UMD. Um, things are different now. Now you're playing a one of the top teams in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've already faced the number one team in the country, Mankato, right. so Minnesota State, so you, so you know, uh, at least on the surface, what you're getting into. So what has practice been like this week uh, preparing for um, tomorrow's game? You know, we, I think we've really been locked in. Like uh, Mankato week, we, I don't think we really had a good week of practice, and that, that show on the field this week has been a lot more 
focus and uh, just we're just determined to get a win. And our mindset, I feel like it's different for this game. We we expect to win no matter who we're going against. And uh, I think that will show tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, and, and you're going against a 4-0 club. What um, what have you seen or what do you know about them, that they uh, th- some of the problems that they present? Well, uh, we want to. We really want to expose their uh, tackles. We want to force the quarterback to pass the ball, and we want to uh, do our assignments so he doesn't get a chance to. Run, the quarterback doesn't get a chance to run the ball because I know he likes to run it a lot. And uh, and we always like to force teams to pass because that's our strength. We can stop the run, force them to pass. We're going. It's going to be a good day. You like what your team, your defense does uh, against the pass. In other words, you like your deep. You like your coverages. You like right. your pass rush. Right. Yeah. Pass rush is relentless. And our uh, our DBs and safeties, they just they get after it. So, tell me a little bit about uh, what got you here to Concordia. Why why Concordia? You know, um, I was getting looked at a couple of D one schools, and uh, my grades just weren't so hot. And Coach Courier came and he talked to me, and for a while I thought there this was a D three school for some reason, but <laughs> it's D two, and he let me know that. And then he he said we 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 gonna care about you. We gonna uh, take care of you in the classroom and and just that he said we can rebuild Concordia and make this school a better program the culture and I, I want to be a part of uh, building something I didn't want to just come in and like be a Mankato that's it's easy to to go along with that when when you already got a winning program but we're changing this program around we got and the culture is just phenomenal and the brotherhood like last year even this year from last year, like I was only close with like D line last year. This year I'm close with the quarterbacks, the safeties, the the running backs. This this team, we're creating a new culture and it's and we're on the up. So um, let's go back to Dama. Same question to you. And I know your your story is a little more complicated. <laughs> we talked uh, a little bit before the show. Um, tell us how you got to Concordia and. and I know this. I, I joked. I said you're a one and done guy, but there's a one year for you here. Why did you come? Why did you decide to come here? Oh man! So my 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 whole journey from uh from two, 2014 until now. So 2014, I I was at University of Minnesota. That's where I redshirted that uh, redshirted at that season. I was a bit immature. But you were there for Coach Kill. Coach, Coach, Coach Kill. Kill. Yes, yep. sir. Coach Kill. So I learned a whole lot. I respect Coach Kill. He's up there with the top coaches I ever played under because he had a lot of respect for his players. Um, so uh, I redshirted there, learned a lot, but I was still impatient. I thought I was ready, but uh, mentally I wasn't. Mentally I wasn't. So uh, I took it upon myself to leave and uh, try to go elsewhere. So I went to Hutchinson Community College in 2015. That's where I played and uh, received my AA degree. And then I left there after I graduated, and I went to Northeastern State University. It's in Oklahoma. It's an MIAA. I played there for two years, and then I uh, graduated from there this past December, so December of 2017. And then um, I got another opportunity. God bless me. I didn't know where I was going to play my senior season, honestly, because uh, I ran into some issues at my old school as far as uh, still growing up, still maturing, still uh, needing to uh, grow up a little bit as far as how to handle situations and uh, verbal communication and all that so yeah I, I was just blessed to have this opportunity to be here so I couldn't I couldn't pass on it um and, and you've got some ambitions beyond playing football when your days are over playing football yes, um in the business world starting with 
cutting hair, right? Yes, sir. I've been cutting hair since I was 12. Uh, it's a blessing. I have a few uncles who uh, – You got a nice do. Yeah. I, you, I, I, do you do your own hair? Yes, sir, I do. You do your I've own been, hair. I've been, right. I've been cutting my own hair since about – probably about 14. Okay. So about two years after I started. So, uh, yeah, I have a few uncles that uh been cutting hair for some years. So I've been watching and learning from them. And I want to own my own barbershop and expand that into a few different states to where I don't have to cut my whole life. And then I'm a musician. I've been playing drums since I was three years old. So I play for my church back at home, Kingdom Word Ministries. Um, I want it's called a Jam Session Center, where uh, musicians can go in and do what they need to do as far as practicing and renting out space and all that. So, and then venture out into a whole business uh, ordeal with a lot of different uh, companies and personal businesses and all that. Well, good for you. Um, all right, um, last question for you, and a football question. Um, what do you know about the defensive side of UMD that uh, you know you guys know you're going to have to uh, uh, be ready for tomorrow? Tomorrow against UMD defense, they bring a whole lot of pressure. They like to uh, uh, run man man pressure schemes. So if they bring pressure, they're still playing man, and then some type of uh, different coverages, but it's all man based coverages. So they bring a lot of pressure, and we, got, we have to understand who we have as far as a block and then uh, run block, pass block to make everything run smoothly. And you're without Shaq Johnson. Uh, that, that's a huge loss yeah, for that's, the club. That's a huge loss. That, that's definitely a huge loss. But we're, we're, our depth is crazy. It's unknown, though. So the depth that, that has to show will be kind of eye-opening for the rest of the league. All right. Well, guys, I appreciate you spending some time with us here on uh, the Coach's Show. Uh, we got to get the coach back in so he can finish up the show. But uh, good luck tomorrow in Duluth, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you down the road. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right. They are Don McKenzie. He is senior quarterback here for the Golden Bears, and Chris Garrett, defensive end. We'll be back with more. Shannon Courier returns here on the Coach's Show after this timeout. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. And the Coach's Show continues. Wally Langfellow with you, along with head coach Shannon Courier rejoining us here on the Coach's Show from Concordia St. Paul. All right, the trip to Duluth tomorrow. Uh, you're playing the UMD Bulldogs at Miloski Stadium. Um, what do we know about UMD that the uh, players have not already told us about? The UMD football team is, is pretty good, and I'd hope that the players know everything that there is to know about them at this point. But um, they're you know a top-ranked team in the country. They're 4-0. Again, they're a really uh, great tradition there at, at UMD. They've won national championships. You know, They were in the NSIC years ago. They went to the North Central Conference when they were still that Division II conference, the NCC, and then came back to the NSIC in the mid-2000s. And, you know, since then they've had a lot of success. 
And, uh, you know, we're going to be going up against a heck of a comp- uh, opponent here tomorrow. And I guess we're excited about the challenge. All right. What have you seen on film uh, about them that you know is going to be the most challenging for you? Well, from an offensive standpoint, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, very athletic young man, can can throw it, can run it. And that's, you know, I think that's their key guy in offense. They got a solid offensive line. They have some playmaking receivers. Um, a tailback that's, you know, real athletic from Lakeville North, Wade Sullivan. You know, their, their special teams are solid. And then defensively, they're a kind of unique defense. They play two defensive linemen and four linebackers, which gives them a lot of speed on the field. And they, they blitz and game, and they, they run fast. They're real aggressive. They play a lot of man coverage. Um, and they've shut down run run game, I think, by Midgiad, 41 uh, rushing attempts for 43 yards. And that kind of sums up their, um, their run defense some. So it'll be a it'll be a challenge. Um, we just gotta uh, keep from being, you know, getting ourselves in some negative plays and be turnover free, and you know, just play fundamental football, and that'll lead us to to success. Um, compare them to Minnesota State Mankato. Uh, how do how would you compare those two clubs? They are, you know, two top ranked teams in the uh, conference and in the country for that matter. I think there's a lot of similarities. They both run the football well. Uh, they both have quality quarterbacks. You know, they have good personnel, you know, on all sides of the, of the field. Uh, I think defensively this team's probably a little more aggressive and blitzes a little bit more than Mankato would. Mankato's more of a base defense. But, uh, again, they both bring pressure. They both move their defensive fronts. Uh, they're both balanced in their offense attack. They're, you know, I think good football teams at this level are capable of running the football and stopping a run, and that's, I guess, that defines them both. Yeah, and Dom talked about the fact that not only do they like to blitz, but they like to stay in that man press coverage as well. Uh, how do you deal with that? Well, you know, we have to be able to, you know, get our quarterback involved in a run game. Uh, we have to be able to to take advantage of some matchups, and we have a couple of top-notch receivers, then they have to win our one-on-ones. Anytime you're playing man coverage, it comes down to our guys got to win the one-on-one in those situations, and we, we have to be solid on protection and know, Hey, our back has this guy or that guy on the different protections, and sometimes the quarterback's responsible for that extra rusher because the defense can always overload you. Uh, from an off, from from their, our defensive standpoint, you know they run some option, and we have to be disciplined. And this guy's got the back, this guy's got the quarterback, and you know that's how you get into some some trouble at times. Um, so I think just being disciplined in all phases, and you know winning that turnover margin, and and we'd like to win the special teams game every week. And then if one of the other two sides can win that phase, you know, we can win two to three. Uh, So we want to win that special teams phase for sure and then find a way to win either on offense or defense. You're going to be without Shaq Johnson for the rest of the season. Um, You lost him in the uh, Wayne State game. Actually, it was after a great run. He ended up with 95 yards um, on the game against Wayne State. Who's going to be the the guys to step up? Who actually? Who's going to be filling in? And what what are your hopes for uh, out of the running back position now? Well, fortunately, you know we do have some other guys at the position that are very capable backs, and and not to lessen the the burden that we take on when we lose any any player, and not to make the injuries sound um, you know less I guess Trite. less impactful. <laughs> yeah, you know we're we certainly care about these kids, and we don't right. see anybody injured. You know, at the same time, you know, we, we have to keep going forward. And it's it's interesting how, you know, I was making a comment the other day to one of the guys in the training room. If if you're in the train, training room, you're soon to be out of the training room. If you're out on the field, at some point you're in the training room. It's just a, it's just a vicious circle. I mean, injuries are part of the game. Uh, but to answer your question, LaJuan Preston will be getting a lot more opportunity. Uh, he's, he's a talented back, 
speed, shifty. We like him. Emmanuel Jones is going to have a significant role too. He's the transfer from Northwest Missouri where you know, he did some great things there in their championship run. Um, you know, Garrett Gardner, who is a local kid, St. Paul Central, was a scholarship player out of Wyoming. Uh, he's a physical runner and has done well in his opportunities. You know, so those three guys are kind of the the group that's going to take us in there. And then, you know, we'll use some receivers. We use Shaq at some wide receiver and things. So we'll be, you know, mixing up some other personnel groups. We might go to some zero personnel where we have five receivers out there, no backs, or, you know, maybe a couple tight ends. So we're, it'll be a, a combination of different people that will fill that void that Shaq brought to the program. He was very versatile, and that made him valuable because he could, you know, he could uh, fill a lot of different roles within the offense. So we'll, we'll tap into different people to, you know, to fill all the things that he did. But uh, other guys now have an opportunity to showcase their talents, and you know I'm confident somebody will, will you know take advantage of that, and, and we're hopeful to get uh, Darnell Roll back soon too. Uh, he was last year's starter and, and talented back, and brings a lot of energy, a great leader, and, and we hope to have him real soon as well. All right, final question for you: um, What is this? What's it going to take to go up there and pull this off and beat Duluth tomorrow? We we have to play good defense. I mean, every every week, if you're going to win games, you can't let teams score at will. You know, they're a very good defense themselves. So you know, it may be a, a tighter game to win. Uh, last week, the Duluth and Bemidji game went in overtime. It was seventeen seventeen. You know, it's a tight game, good defensive game. You know, so we need to play good defense and not give up big plays. You know, in offense, we have to secure the football and not not turn it over, uh, not have negative plays and end up in long down situations. And, and certainly we have to get the ball across the goal line there too. And then we need to make a big player too in special teams and, and not have any big plays against us. So I think you know, those are kind of the main keys uh, to beating a good team on the road. You know, uh, they have a lot of confidence right now. And I feel like our guys have a little different mentality. You know, we're, we're refusing to lose versus hoping to win. You know, I think we went to Mankato. We were hopeful to win and wanting to win and wishing to win. And um, that doesn't get you wins. You know, you have to – you have to make it happen, and I feel like our mentality is a lot stronger this week. Our mindset's one that, hey, we can go up there and be successful. We're a good team, and um, our guys are expecting to make plays. All right. Well, good enough. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, sir. Look forward to that, too. All right. He is Shannon Courier, the head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul, right here on the Coaches Show. Be sure to tune in again next week. We'll be back right after the high school Friday night football game of the week. Until then, I'm Wally Langfellow. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.